When I was a young girl, I used to literally fantasize about what I wanted to be as I grew up, as we all did, of course. And as I'm sure you can relate, I had just a wild running imagination of possibilities. Nothing was limited. Nothing was out of reach. And and I think most of us were just encouraged to be whatever we wanted to be by the people who loved and supported us the most and the people that surrounded us and, and who we were raised by as a kid. And for me, for me, <laughs> I always wanted to be a butterfly doctor. And I'm not talking about a person who takes care of a butterfly. I'm not no vet butterfly. That's not for me. I wanted to be an actual butterfly who's ripping out of her cocoon, just ready to go put some Band-Aids on some butterflies. Like I was the butterfly doctor. Well, at least the aspired to be. And I was so adamant about this fantasy goal of mine that I would literally get with my sisters and go on bike rides and be on the hunt for dead butterflies on the road. And so I would pick them up, take them back home, and there at my house is where I created a sanctuary for my dead butterflies. Um, and I would literally just like, I'd put them on my dresser and just like deck it out. You know, I'd find a little rocks, just like whatever to make it pretty and make it like just again, a sanctuary. And in a way, I guess it was my way to prepare for my future to be a butterfly doctor. Or at least at that point, it was my start of the journey of how to, how do I learn how to do this? How do I get in the rhythm? And I just had to start somewhere. And I will say, Mama, Mama Sharon, um, my mama quickly shut down the idea when she walked in my room and I had like eight plus dead butterflies just (laughs) on my dresser. Like she's probably like, my daughter is, this is not going anywhere good. Like we have to put an end to this. And I mean, like these butterflies are hit by cars. So some of them have their wings halfway just cut off or the left side of them smashed and you don't even recognize it's a butterfly. But my childhood eyes did. I could see that dead butterfly from like freaking 10 miles away, man. But rightfully so, I had to give up my butterfly graveyard. But there's always a but. But the feeling of compassion and just that desire to want to help didn't stop there with butterflies or with me just as people and and as a person I've just always been someone who wants to make sure everyone's okay before I'm okay and and even I think the people closest to me don't feel that directly all the time but my brain is just constantly racking and going on about how I could have been a better friend or a better daughter or a better sister and so on and so forth And as I grew up in an odd way, I felt like this person in the background that, you know, I was a good friend and I focused on being a better this and that, but I was that person in the background. But in a way, I I liked it too. I wasn't always the first person you invited out or I was never like claimed as like, oh, I'm your BFF. And I wasn't that friend you couldn't be in a moment and not imagine them not being there. You know, like I kind of lived behind the scenes. But, and it did bother me, I can't lie, it bothered me that I never was like that person in a friend group and I never clicked so well or, you know, even if I do click with somebody, the connection always seems to fade because I don't think, and and I used to look at it as that like, I'm a bad friend, I'm not consistent, I'm not there, but really it's just, 
I don't connect with people on a way that would build that forever connection, I guess. But at the same time, I did. And, and what I mean by that is that like I was always the reliable friend. And I'm the friend that no matter how long I go without talking to someone, I'm the first person that my friends will call when they're going through something, when there's a hardship, where they are just confused and need a shoulder to rely on. Whether they're venting to me or not, they can just entrust in me. So in a way, I've just become like this safety net to the people around me. And the fact that I'll be there and I'll be consistent and I won't judge you. And if you let me be like, I'll be your biggest hype man. And I'll just take care of who and what needs taken care of. But in the meantime of all that, you know, I've always lived by just keeping my head down. I do the work. I'm a decent human being and I have a good time while I'm at it. And so there's nothing wrong with any of that. I mean, like that's me to a T. But, you know, I've, I've kind of missed that gel that keeps those connections thriving consistently. Um, but again, have just built a, a different kind of consistency for myself as a person in a friendship. But, you know, with all of that, it just brings me back to the idea that I have instilled in me that when you find something, you always leave it better than the way you found it. And that can be applied to anything, but in this scenario specifically, I just mean people. And, you know, I look at this in a way that in a weird, (laughs) weird reality, I've become a version of this Dr. Butterfly that I've always wanted to be. And this podcast especially has exemplified that. Hi, Leo. Hi, baby. He hyping me up. Hey. Um, But this podcast has just only exemplified that. And to be able to share all of my just constant thoughts and perspectives about life into one outlet is so damn exhilarating to me. And truly, like, my one wish for this podcast, my inspiration for this is just to be a quote-unquote butterfly doctor in some way to someone. And and I hope this can be a safe place that you can hear and feel and be inspired to chase after your own butter doctor fly, butter doctor dream, butter doctor fly. Yep, that's it. But um, you know, like one day 5 years from now, I can look back and I'll remember the start of all of this, these moments and the silly feeling of being too scared to put myself out there. And who the hell knows where I might be in 5 years? But one thing I know for sure is that what I'm doing right here and right now is a thousand percent the catalyst of what's to come. And it's because the most important, it's because it's the most, it's the most me thing that I've ever done. It's the one decision in the outlet that I finally feel like reflects me and not all of the things that this world has just led me to be or be an echo of in some kind of way. And So just like you and me as little kids having maximum confidence and these limitless opportunities readily available at our imagination, I truly believe that these same possibilities and fantasies are still there for us to grab. And it's not because I think they are, it's because I know they are. Okay, quick interlude from dog. Hey dog, how you doing today? You good? All right, we're gonna get we're gonna get dog some treats. We're gonna hit pause here in a second. What's your guys' day like? I hope it's good. Hope you guys got all your shopping done. 
you know, as I'm doing this, I'll tell you a fun fact. So the average American in 2021 is spending $998 on Christmas or the holidays. And that's a matter of food, decorations, gifts, yada, yada, yada. All right. Interlude's over. You learn something new every day, right? Okay. But as I was saying, you and me, we're little kids. We still this day have all can have all the maximum confidence and limitless opportunity readily available at our imaginations. And if I've, and I've learned so many lessons through the years, right? We all have, it's life. You learn lessons, you go on and we all have so many more to learn, right? Emily, I get it. I know that. Duh. But I just want to share two of the most important lessons that I truly think thus far in life that are the most impactful to me. And, um, and really in this moment, they just, they stuck out to me more than anything. And let's share it. Okay. All right. So number one, always live with a genuine and creative outlook. So what do you mean, Emily? Okay. Explain. Okay. I will. All right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm on one today. Um, so being an authentic version of yourself who is grounded and understands that what brings you joy is what you should pursue is my understanding in life in general. I'm not sure why so many of us have to hide behind this curtain of who we are because really we are, we all face similar pain and shame and, and, you know, just these struggles we go to. And if nothing, just pain in general, like there's no human life ever lived that has not went through some kind of pain. And that's just something we can all relate to. So why do we all sit here in, in, and, and, I, and I, when I say all, it's not that I'm blaming all of us, but in some shape, way, or form, we live in a, a repetitive and conforming mindset and just like physical being and how we act and how we talk and, and how we live and where our mindset is. So it's like, why is it easier to choose to be this version of someone or something else than it is to just get to know the badass qualities that you have. And it's like the way I see it, to be honest, there's no, there is no possible chance for your existence in this time to be real in this very moment. Like at least the way I see it, like what you are living right now has never happened before as, as far as I'm aware. And when you fully own that and lead with a genuine heart and good intentions and you cave into the good that you know you're supposed to cave into, you're unstoppable. And when, when anything is a sign or somebody tells you directly or just anything tells you otherwise, it's only because they or that thing is trying to defend what they know to be true. And, and I think that is something that's so important to be touched on because we can get so defeated by the littlest slight of doubt from somebody else. But we should never go by that because even the people that are closest to us and may not agree with us or really see the perspective and the vision that we have, it's just because they're trying to keep themselves accountable for what they know and they're trying to defend their truth and their perspectives and their safety nets. But you are your own unique, boundless entity of possibilities. And that's where your creativeness should lead and live is right there. And whether you experience that before or not, 
that creativeness is just like that nonstop rush of thoughts and ideas and ways to improve that won't stop flowing through you. It's the most important moments when or it's just like the those moments when yourself feels like self, you know, you're just you. A renowned just truth of fresh of breath air that reminds you you are doing exactly what you're supposed to. It's to me the highest pure of highs that you can get. Number two, the ball will go where you tell it to go. I guess my parents and coaches were right when they said sports play a way bigger role than what I can see at the time. And um, as I've grown up, I guess those lessons from a kid just hit you harder and harder, no? Follow through. The ball will go where you lead it. Don't close your hips so early. Like These phrases are drilled into my head from pitching and softball my whole life. And I guess the bigger lesson I'm learning from those now is that my direct actions and precise mechanics or just my muscle memory will create the life I live. And if my actions aren't a reflection of my values, I'll feel less. Or if my mechanics aren't in rhythm, I'll get thrown off my, my, des- my destined and designated course. And if the muscle memory is loss of my best habits, then my best habits will fade. The ball will move where I make it move, right? I have full control of my next steps. And even if people that are playing on the same field as me, they're on my same team, they still can't make my rise ball rise like I can. Only I can do that. And if I don't back my skill with the consistent repetition, it will slip away. So if the ball is in your hand, you got it. Put in the work, the results will happen, period, right? So today I just ask you quickly, not quickly, take a moment and think about this, guys. What do you want to be when you grow up? And I don't ask you that as your kid's self. I ask you that as who you are right now in this moment. Because you're not grown up. None of us are grown up. I don't think you'd be 80 years old and grown up. Like we all always, I think, will have our mature minds to ourselves one way or another. But what do you want to be when you grow up? And what lessons did little you learn that are more true now than ever? I think, I don't know, just doing this podcast, like growing up is weird, right? There's so much we feel like we understand, yet we're so ignorant about so much. And the thing about being young is that we're so clueless to the things that we don't actually know. And a lot of times we think we do get it, but we just don't. But I think that's kind of cool. And that is really cool too, because one day you get to look back and realize all the things we thought we understood about life, but we didn't. But one day we finally do understand and we get to chuckle at our younger self. And, and this podcast is kind of that for me in a lot of ways. It just, what are those lessons you learned as a kid and how are they applying? And how did you think back then that like you had everything figured out, but you didn't? And so I guess it's the innocence that we all walk around with that I romanticize and I love and I thrive on. And the same way you can look at a newborn child with that innocence and It's just like, that's the same grace that we need to give to ourselves. And don't get me wrong. Like we're not innocent. None of us are. I'm honestly chuckling in my head at the idea of even saying that because I know you guys are too. Like we are not innocent. But in our pure fantasy of what we want for ourselves, 
if you just allow yourself to have that moment of those thoughts, we are so very innocent, innocent in our pursuit to get it. Because what we think we could have is truly, truly, truly a mere glimpse of what is waiting for us. Because I'm not a butterfly and I'm not a doctor, but I will be the best damn butterfly doctor I can be. And my sole purpose in this world is to just help and encourage others to the same in their own badass way, man. So thank you so, so much for tuning in to Conscious Butterflies, friends. I want to... um, I've been wanting to bring a guest onto this show. So please reach out if you want to just vibe, we'll drink some Pinot Grigio, um, and just talk life with me. I definitely want to make that more of a monthly segment to just have someone on here and provide some perspective, conversation, and give some company to my lunar self. So please do. Um, but happy holidays to you guys. Have the best time. Um, I know I'm going through just some possibilities of family having COVID and for the first time in my whole life I'm like I have absolutely nowhere to go for Christmas so we'll see how that goes but um grateful thankful life is good and I love you guys so thank you so much for all your support as always until next time Godspeed